The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of Ecom Experts, Shauna Siegel. Hello, everybody, and if you are with us live, today is April 23rd, April 23rd, and we have a wonderful show for tonight because, you know, when you start talking about the whole shipping process, it gets pretty amazing, you know, because first of all, you have to talk about, all right, you have to pack the shipments and you have to get, like, get the shipments ready. You got to label your shipments. Um, in my case, you actually have to physically go to the post office every day because um, let's say that you say that all of your orders that come in before 4 o'clock will ship the same day. Well, our post lady comes in at 10 a.m. and that's when she wants to pick up everything is at 10 o'clock in the morning. Who's yeah. done at 10 o'clock in the morning? Seriously. <laughs> Give me a break. So we actually go to the shipping place every single day. Now, here comes another problem. We are running out of space. Really, how much space can your house take if you're running this out of your home? Most of the people I talk to, they go to a storage shed on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. and they have to pull items out of a storage place, then take it back home, then get it ready for shipping, then do all this other stuff. So there has to be an easier way and we're not sure if this is going to work for you but we want to at least discuss it and what we're going to be discussing in more detail of course is fulfillment by amazon and my special guest today is of course the lady i call her miss depends you might know her as cat simpson thank you for joining me tonight hi sean it's great to be here (laughs) That it depends. You know, it works in so many situations. So many ways. You know, I have a new bell on my show where we say it depends. You ring a bell and wait till you hear this bell. Now, is that a bell or what? (laughs) That is a, that sounds like one of those ones where you actually grab a handle and hit it. (laughs) Like the gongs. That's the depends bell. So that's how I got the name. You can call me that anytime. Is Amazon FBA right. right for you? It depends. That's right. And it really does depend, you know, um, and, and that's the beauty of the e-commerce. You know, nothing, nothing is set. Nothing is really definite in this business because every site is unique. All of the products are unique. What mm-hmm. was, you know, what was the most insane thing that I learned when I first started is I had two sites that sold the exact same products, the exact same products, but because they looked different, They had two separate types of customers. They acted Mm -hmm. different. One would get sales like crazy on Tuesday, and the other one would get sales like crazy on Fridays and would get nothing on Tuesdays. (laughs) I mean, it it, it just went to show that it doesn't matter if you sell the same thing as your next-door neighbor. It's going to act completely different. Nothing is the same. But there's one thing that is very similar across your audience and my audience is the people that are running these businesses out of their home, solopreneurs or mom and pop shops, whatever you want to call them. One of the most common things you talk to people about is if they were going to hire help tomorrow to help them grow their business to the next level, who would they hire? Almost universally, someone to do my shipping. Yes. That's almost absolutely. the first person everybody hires. <laughs> because it's the easiest thing to train. How hard is it to train somebody to Mm -hmm. pack up a box or to teach them how to do stamps.com? That's a very easy and simple thing. It's what a lot of the gurus refer to as a $7 an hour job. And, of course, Mm -hmm. now with the the bottom line on on, people will help. Easy, simple. So now the question becomes, all right, maybe we don't want to hire somebody to come into our house on Mm -hmm. a daily basis or – Maybe there's a better way. So- Depend, whatever. But one of the universal truths is most people, the first person they hire is a shipping person. 
The second mm-hmm. almost universal truth is if you ask them what they would really want in their life, they say, I want my house back. Mm-hmm. I would like to actually have a dining room, <laughs> you know, because like Carla in the, in the chat room is saying her house has stuff everywhere. So there's two things that most people want, and they want to outsource their shipping, and they want their house back. Amazon FBA can be the answer to both of those things. Um, so you just have to decide if your products are right for this and then go for it. Absolutely. Now, the question is, though. Is this a viable option? Is it going to be cost-friendly? And, and that is where we need to focus on today. Yes. So how do we learn if fulfillment by Amazon is, you know, cost-friendly or, or going to be profitable for us? Okay, well, the first thing to do is to get it educated. Um, you can go to Amazon.com and uh, just look at their search for FBA. And there's a whole manual there. I mean, thousands of pages, literally, if you print it out. But it tells you all the fees. Um, but basically what you've got to figure out is how much is this worth to you? Um, if, you know, are my fees on Amazon selling with FBA higher than my fees on eBay? Yes. But in addition to my fees, not only am I getting a venue to sell the item on and the buyers to come, I'm getting a shipping department, a customer service department to a large part, and a returns department. They handle all of that. So are the fees higher than eBay? Yes. Are they worth it? I think so. But again, you've got to decide if your products are going to work with that. Now, you can look at the FBA product model and say, this is a huge opportunity and I want a part of it, and then go out and source products that will work with this. That's definitely a business model that a lot of people have taken. There's also the business model that I've got my business, I know what my niche is, I like my products, so I need to see if my products will work with this business model. So you can go at it two different ways. How do you want to start? How do you want to start? <laughs> but there's also the, uh, the fact that, like, we have done some research into the process. Yes. And we know that this could be profitable. Mm-hmm. But we also know that we don't have to get rid of our Yahoo store. They can ship all of our Yahoo store orders, too. And this could be very profitable um, that way as well. Absolutely. Um, Hiring a fulfillment center is something a lot of small businesses don't think about. But when you get to the point that you're doing everything you can do, you're working 12 to 15 hours a day and you just can't list anymore. You just can't ship anymore. There's no more time in the day. That's when you're ready for the step of a fulfillment center. Now, the beauty of Amazon's fulfillment center is not only are you getting all the the resources of a regular fulfillment center, you can fulfill your Yahoo site orders, you can fulfill your eBay orders, you can fulfill orders from your neighbor down the street if you want to. So in that sense, you're getting a fulfillment center. But because of the partnership with FBA, you're getting access to a whole new level of customers that you may never find on your Yahoo store and you may never find on eBay because they are Amazon-centric customers. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we noticed is that because if we go ahead and do this fulfillment by Amazon, we can actually increase the prices a little bit on Amazon oh, yes. to help cover some of those prices. Absolutely, and that's the other benefit. You get access to an exclusive pool of customers, and these customers are not, generally speaking, they're exception to every rule, but generally speaking, these customers are not price sensitive. They will buy their toothpaste from you on Amazon FBA for $10 versus buying it from me on Amazon.com for $7 because buying it from you, they get it shipped from Amazon, and they can return it easily, and, and Amazon stands behind it. So they'd rather pay the extra $3.00. Yes, for a tube of toothpaste. I have sold toothpaste for 10 bucks. believe it or not. They would rather pay $10 to buy from an FBA seller than $7 to buy from a non-FBA seller. Uh, and you know what's really interesting is when I shop on Amazon, I've said this before, I want to buy Prime. I don't care if it's more yep. expensive. I want it tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. That is that is the whole beauty of the system. It's Prime is like, I heard it referred to on Facebook today as crack. Because <laughs> once you buy something, get set on Prime and order a couple of things and it arrives like, boom, um, you're wondering if a rocket ship delivered it, you're hooked. Mm-hmm. And from then on, you'll check that little, like on eBay, they have a little box that says, only show me top rated sellers. On Amazon, they have a little box that shows says, only show me Prime offers. I check mm-hmm. that box every time. I check that box too, every <laughs> single time, every single time. You know, and what's really funny is um, I bought a little, um, I Odd shuffle that goes into um, a little swim MP3 player, so I can listen to it while I'm swimming. Mm-hmm. And I lost the cord, 
actually, I think my oh. son stole it. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go to uh, Walmart. It was like $20 for a new recharger thing when the dang shuffle cost $46. Give me a break. <laughs> so I hop onto Amazon.com and I, you know, it's like, oh, there's a dollar or you can pay $2. Oh, I can get it tomorrow morning on Prime for six dollars. Yep. Done. Left Walmart. Yep, yep. And I don't have to drive to Walmart. I don't have to. Yeah, all I said I got it. <laughs> yeah, you understand. I get it. I like Amazon customers. I am one. Yes, yes. And and you know, right here, guest in our our chat room. It's proven mm-hmm. that when someone signs on to Amazon, they are there to shop. Absolutely. They know what they're there for. And the old saw that Amazon only sells books is not there anymore, and it's getting definitely replaced in people's minds. Now they go to Amazon for everything. Like I said, toothpaste this morning, Shauna, I sold a package of breast milk storage bags. What? Yeah. (laughs) Things you never knew existed, right? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. It's amazing, yeah. Okay, so you want to talk about how folks can decide if FBA is for them? I do, but let's take a real quick break and then we'll jump into that and get into like, how do we decide this? Okay. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom experts will return after this. Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Open your windows. For a breath of fresh air, WebmasterRadio.fm. And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. You're back with the ecom experts only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with the Cat Simpson, and we're talking about fulfillment by Amazon. And by the way, if you're not in our chat room in here asking questions, get in here. Just go to the top of webmasterradio.fm, click on the chat button. So we're going to figure out, is this a viable option for you? How do you figure out if it's cost effective to do this? Now, one thing you have to remember, if you're spending five hours a day doing shipments, you have to consider that cost. You also have to figure out what your hourly worth is. Because my hourly worth is much greater um, than a $10 an hour kid or an $8 an hour kid. Because I can make more money spending time on my website than I can doing something like shipping or some of those other tasks that other employees can do. This is a 
very difficult thing for me to do still today to understand. I go in and I do programming type things and like mom kicks me and is like, you should not be doing those things. Your value is greater. So you have to think about what's your hourly value and calculate that. All right, Miss Cat, but tell us how do we figure out the, the rest of that equation. I just want to say amen to that because here's the thing you need to remember. You should be doing the things in your business that nobody else can do. Can you teach somebody else how to do your shipping? Absolutely. Can you teach somebody else how to design your website? Absolutely. Can you teach someone else how to source the products you know are winners and how to understand what you've learned over the years? No. You should be doing what only you should be doing, which is another thing that FBA allows you to do. I put some numbers in the chat room, Shauna, for people to, to decide whether they want a piece of this e-commerce pie. Amazon has over 121 million customers. Quarter four for Amazon last year, they sold $17.43 billion of money. Those are huge numbers. So if you're a small business wanting to grow, I'd say it's not really a yes or no. You definitely would like to have a piece of this pie, right? Mm -hmm. So what you've got to decide is you have an existing business. Can FBA benefit your existing business, or is FBA going to be a new other stream of income for you? And the thing with the, uh, your existing business and you have a niche product, the first thing you've got to find out is if it's in one of the restricted or limited categories on Amazon. Um, Amazon has over 30 categories, and, of course, every one of those categories has, um, has subcategories of all kinds. I mean, like I said, I told you this morning I sold breast milk storage bags. So <laughs> there's enough categories on there for everything. Um, but I'm putting a link in the chat room to the list of restricted categories on Amazon. Um, the main one that people need to know about is clothing. If you sell clothing, you have to apply and get accepted onto Amazon. So if that's your niche, that's going to be a stumbling block for you. Mm -hmm. Virtually all the other categories are open. Clothing is really the big one that most people have. So once you get past that stumbling block, no, I don't sell clothing next, then you have to decide about your price point. And the gurus will vary. I put another link in the chat room earlier that was to the Seller Central Amazon FBA calculator. And it's on the Amazon site. If you just Google Amazon fee calculator or FBA fee calculator or go to Amazon and look for it, they actually have a calculator. You can put down your selling price and how much it costs you, and it will tell you exactly to the penny what your FBA fees are going to be. Okay? Perfect. Okay. Then another thing, like I said, the gurus are going to vary, but I'm going to tell you that you need a price point on your items of $15 or higher to make FBA viable for a multi-channel fulfillment. Now, that's a lot of words in one thing. What I'm saying is if I sell $5 items, okay, that's true. Karen pointed out in the chat room. Thank you, Karen Locker. Jewelry is also a restricted category on Amazon. Both of those categories you have to go to and apply for. Thank you for letting me know. Just go to Amazon.com and search, and you'll get a link that you can use. Um, the thing is, once you're past those two categories, if you have an item that sells for $5, Shauna, you can send that into FBA and sell it to Amazon customers and do very, very well. But if you've got an item that sells for $5, Amazon's pick, pack, and ship fee is going to cost you at least $5 to ship that item. You're going to have trouble covering that cost. That's why I recommend that you look for item price points at 15 and above to make it worthwhile to ship your other venue items. Like if I want to list my eBay or my Yahoo store items on Amazon, you really need to look at a price point of $15 or up. Did I get that clear enough? Yes, absolutely. All right. The lower cost items are going to take too much of your of your percentage to, to ship. You can ship it in a first-class mail envelope yourself much cheaper. $15 and up items, it's real easy, and people love that. Another benefit with the, uh, with the Prime is you can ship your items two-day air to Alaska, to Hawaii, to all of these places cheaper than most people can ship it straight ground shipping. Okay? So you've got not only um, can you ship and you have a fulfillment center, you can offer discounted shipping rates because you get to use Amazon's UPS rates. And Amazon is probably, if not the, one of the largest UPS customers in the hemisphere. So they get incredibly low UPS rates. So your shipping rates are going to be really, really low. So you've got to have a product that's not in jewelry or not in clothing unless you want to go through the approval process. You're going to need to look at a product that is $15 or higher to make it worthwhile for multi-channel. Those are your three things to consider. And then you go to the FBA calculator and look at your exact fees. 
perfect. And then remember, maybe if you sell it on Amazon and you, or I'm sorry, maybe you sell your product on Yahoo Mm -hmm. and maybe you're going to make $5 if you ship it yourself, but you're cutting yourself by 20% and you're going to only make $4 if you have Amazon ship it. Please remember your hourly worth Mm -hmm. and how much more you could sell by being able to free yourself from that shipping. How much more your life could you have if you got rid of all the products in your house or you didn't have to run to a storage shed every day and the post office every day? Could you go on vacations? That's another thing that you have to look at. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you definitely have to consider the value of your time. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's one of the things that I kind of forgot about when when I stopped working stores and I did that little experiment is that, holy cow, you are so tied to the store that you can't take those vacations because otherwise, what do you, you tell your customers? Oh, my God, no, we're not going to ship to you for a week. <laughs> That's another thing. One of the beauties of FBA is it just keeps on working. Uh, you can go on vacation to the Virgin Islands for a month, and they'll just keep selling. The other thing to consider, like you said, you may be cutting your profit margin when you're doing multi-channel, but you're also selling, in addition to your regular multi-channel sales, you're going to add another sales channel of Amazon. And because you're FBA, you're going to raise your profit on those items that you sell to Amazon customers. See, it just better and better okay let's take a real quick break and we're going to come back and learn a little bit more and also talk about some of the tools that you can use once you decide to jump in and use fba don't go anywhere you're listening to ecom experts on webmasterradio.fm time to check out our sponsors ecom experts will return after this as you know being an expert at (gasps) what did she say requires lots of practice and a great tool Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. In 500 yards, C-P-A Way will be on your right. You have reached your destination. On the interstate of Internet marketing, C-P-A Way helps you monetize the way. No matter which direction you're heading, C-P-A Way is your route to low-risk revenue. Advertisers, we have paved the way to delivering revenue channels that will meet and exceed your expectations. Publishers, we monitor and manage your campaigns to bring you the most revenue possible. Publishers can feel secure to leverage direct offers, while advertisers can find safety, offering their most valued campaigns. The road to trust, respect, integrity, and honor is just ahead at cpaway.com. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries into the 16th Annual International Web Award Competition. Independent judges from around the world recognize the best websites from nearly 100 industries. Web Awards winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Awards site. You can't win if you don't enter. Sign up now at www.webaward.org. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream, webmasterradio.fm. We're the coolest place around, webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking about fulfillment by Amazon. And if you've kind of heard the term FBA, we should clarify that is fulfillment by Amazon. Sometimes we kind of throw that out there without really explaining it, which is understandable. Now, 
there is an interesting comment in our chat room about kind of like Amazon ruining things. And, you know, I see what you're saying about how Amazon can offer incredible opportunities to small businesses. And um, I also see the other side of it where, you know, we see how they're driving the price so low on some items that it is very hard to compete. And and I definitely see from both points of view, um, two sides of the coin. But unfortunately, we can't get rid of Amazon. Amazon and we even those uh, you know there are uh, there are definitely times I go you know this really isn't fair that Amazon is hurting or even sometimes I see Walmart is hurting businesses but if we can't do anything about it and we can't change what is happening the only thing we can do is adapt and change so that our business does not suffer Absolutely. And that's a whole other show. We could do a political show someday. How's that? <laughs> oh, I agree. I agree. But you the know, point but, is that but Amazon is this important. huge behemoth, and it is offering opportunities to share in its growth to small businesses. And that's, I'm not an Amazon stockholder, so I have no, um, I guess, uh, what do they call it? I don't have no Pre-agenda. horse in the race, whatever, um, for someone to sell on Amazon. But this is an incredible opportunity that I see for small one-person businesses to scale up. Because mm-hmm. if you are a true one-person business, Shauna, like you just said, you can only buy so many supplies. You can only ship so many boxes per day. You can only do, and there's, there's a limit to your time. Leveraging the power of FBA, fulfillment by Amazon, gives you back time that you can better spend sourcing better product, negotiating better deals with your suppliers. Another person in the chat room is saying that he's had items on eBay for months and months and months, sent them to FBA, and they sold overnight. That's a story I hear over and over again. And as far as the prices being driven down, I've seen that ever since I've been in retail since 1997. Um, Whenever you get – in fact, I have a a theory about the prices on eBay going down, down, down. Um, You know, you could sell anything for $100 there. Now it's hard to sell. Uh, The prices are seeking their own level. But um, you've got to explore these new opportunities and see if they can work for your business and how they can. And that's what I want to talk about today, you know. You know, someone in the chat room pointed out if you sell many different things, Amazon works for you. If you sell only one thing, it may not. That's true, but there's definitely a danger in only selling one thing. Mm, big mm. danger. <laughs> big danger. Yeah, you have to be very careful. Just like I believe there is big danger in only being on one platform. Okay. So no matter what you're doing online, you cannot put all your eggs in one basket. You can't right. sell on one platform. You can't sell just one product. You really have to diversify mm-hmm. in order to stay in this market long term. And so let's right. talk about that. What was the very first thing you started selling online? First thing I sold was Beanie Babies, and I haven't sold those in a very long time, Shauna. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right. So you went from doing Beanie Babies. Like, what would you like? Give me a quick rundown of like some of the things that oh you like moved sold, on to. And I, the other point, I, you made a great point. I want to emphasize. You said you can't put all your eggs in one basket. I've been on the receiving end of those emails where you wake up one morning and you get an email from eBay, and your business is gone. Because they've Mm -hmm. changed direction. They've disallowed an entire category. You cannot rely on one platform, so please do that. Sean, I've sold uh, roaches. I think I told you that story. I sold live roaches one summer. Um, I've Mm -hmm. sold a Mercedes convertible one time. Um, I do wholesale. I buy at thrift stores, and I buy uh, retail arbitrage. So I'm using every option at my fingertips to do that. And honestly, the time factor is the problem. If you really boil it down, the limiting factors for most businesses to grow are time and money. Okay, so we can't grow money on a tree, or at least I haven't figured that out. (laughs) But you can grow time by leveraging and and hiring someone else to do other things for you. That's how you grow your time. Absolutely. And it's... uh I just think it's so interesting to kind of remind people because I I talked to one of my coaching clients today that, you know, her products are just kind of like a dying business right now. And it's like, okay, so what are you going to sell next? And she honestly thought that because what she started is kind of dying, that she has to die with it. And it's like, no, I started selling software. And when Microsoft started like cracking down on places that were selling their software. Mm-hmm. I had by that time gotten into, you know, after 9-11, I was selling security products and I loved my dog. So I was selling, 
I had another site for dog products. And then I got into selling these gorgeous blankets. And this blanket site grew huge. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, my dropshipper said, and it was Beaterlack Blankets. I don't know if anybody ever remembered them. But I, do. I, I grew that site so big. And then one day they woke up and said, we're not going to offer drop shipping anymore. And I went, ah! Exactly. And, you know, so I, mean, this I know we're kind happens. of veering off the main topic, but this is so important for your audience, Shauna, and mine, and everybody, our friends. You can't rely on one product. You just can't. Yeah. You're going to wake up one morning and it's going to be over, or it's going to slowly die out and you're going to be sitting, hitting your head on the, on the computer going, why aren't my things selling? And you're going to do everything right and they're still not going to sell. You really have to get out there and find more products. You have to have other ideas in the pipeline all the time. Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about, we'll get back on track. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so um, what are some tools? Let's say I've looked at the numbers, I've decided, you know what, FBA is going to be more profitable for me. So what are some tools that we can use? Because you know what we're talking about, we have to work smarter, not harder. Absolutely. So what are some tools we can use? There's one tool package that I'm going to recommend and uh, per, uh Right out there, disclaimer, I actually work for them on an, hourly, on an hourly basis on a project, but I've tried the other tools, and I really recommend FBA Power. Now, if you're just getting started on FBA, you don't need a tool. You need to get into Amazon and do it that, the hard way, so to speak, to get used to it. But once you start ramping up, you have got to get some tools because the Amazon workflow of sending items into to FBA is not efficient. You're going to pick up and touch the item that you're shipping in about three or four times in the Amazon workflow. FBA Power was created by an FBA seller that was tired of the inefficiency, so he hired a, a programmer to design a, pro, a program for him to make it more efficient. When the program right. worked so well, he licensed it and started selling it, and that's Chris Green with FBA Power. But what it does is it takes your workflow down to touching the item one time. You pick it up, you scan it, the label prints out, you put the label on it, you put it in the box, and you never touch it again. It's going to streamline your workflow for FBA three times easily. Okay, and that was my grandmother's rule. This is so funny. My grandmother was one of the very first female managers at JCPenney's way back when, oh, when cool. women were just starting to work. She is like my idol, okay? And what's really interesting is way back then when she went to managing tra management training at JCPenney's, mm -hmm. they taught her the rule of pick it up once, because that is how you become an efficient manager. Yes. You pick it up once, you deal with it, you move on. So I love that that software will help you do that. So what was the name of the software again? It's FBA Power, and it's just FBAPower.com. Like I said, no affiliate link or anything, but it's a great tool. He all, there was also a free tool on the FBA Power site called ScanList. That's a free tool you can try. FBA Power has a free trial, but ScanList is completely free, and that's for you going out and scouting and sourcing products. But that's kind of another thing. Right now, I feel like we're talking to business owners that already have their products, and they want to get them converted to FBA. So that's why All the right. tool that I talk about is FBA Power. Um, there's a whole other business model of going out and finding new products for FBA that we can talk about sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's a, That sounds like a fun topic that we'll have to cover again. Oh, All right, it so is. what are anybody, some other tools we can use? If you love shopping, this is for you. But FBA Power just streamlines it. Um, you know, is, is FBA for every business, for every product? Absolutely not. But is it for the majority of you? Absolutely. You need to check it out and see if and how you can make this work for yourself. Love it. Okay, so this, the FBA power will help us touch it once, move on, which we yep. love. We have to have yep. touch it once, move on. That rule works. By the way, if you're not using that rule for email, for um, paper, for mail, for everything, for life. put it into effect. <laughs> Except for your children. You have to touch them more than once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pretty so what other tools are available? F FBA Calculator will help you look at your particular products, and the easiest thing for you to do to, for a, an overview is just look up and see if your product is being sold on Amazon right now and uh, your type of products and what they are. There are so many niches out there that there's a lot of them that are, are not represented at all. Mm, love that. Okay. All right. <laughs> now, what else do we need? That's it. 
I mean, you know, I was sitting here going, I need a list of tools, and I thought there really isn't a list of tools. There are several tools out there for scouting. There's A Seller Tool, there's Profit Bandit, there's FBA Scout, there's, I forget all of them, but there's tons of of tools out there to help you scout and buy products more efficiently, and that's another show somewhere down the road. But as far as processing your FBA shipments, that's all you need. You don't even need like a stamps.com that you need for eBay because all of your shipping is done right there on the Amazon site, and you you print out the UPS labels from the Amazon website. So it's very simple. Once you decide, I want to try this, you don't have to go gung-ho. You don't have to send in every product in your house. You're going to want to. I will whisper that in your ear. You're going to want to when you see how this works. But pick out the top five products or the top ten products. Get a box together. Stick them in the box. Put the labels on them. Ship them off to Amazon and watch what happens. And from there, you can decide how much more of this you're going to do and how much it frees you up. You're really going to be amazed. You become addicted to it. So another big question that I get, and this is a big one, is, you know, I've already paid the shipping to have this product sent to me, and I don't want to pay a bunch of money to ship it back to Amazon. It's definitely a cost, and you have to figure that in. But I have to tell you that the shipping rates, I keep telling you how cheap they are. I look, I need examples. But I sell hand cream, and they're very, very heavy. I ordered a shipment, and they shipped it to me. And based on the cost of the shipping from their warehouse in Idaho to me, I had to add a dollar to every bottle of lotion on my cost of goods just to cover the shipping, okay? Mm-hmm. I labeled that hand cream, put it in a box, and sent it back to Amazon, okay? Same amount of cream. Same distance from here, it went to, I think, Kentucky. So I'm in Florida, so about the same. It cost me $0.33 cents a bottle to send it to Amazon. So Holy. just so you – yeah. it's The first time you go, after you've been using Amazon shipping, Shauna, and then you go to ship one of your own boxes, you're like, oh, that can't be right. Figure that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, that can't be right. That, I know some people are like, wait, wait, wait. What did you say? Because I know that that's a big one. So basically, if you're getting it from your supplier, that's your normal cost. But when you're actually shipping your products to Amazon so that they can fulfill your orders, you're using Amazon shipping price of, oh, my God, that's so cheap. Exactly. So you're, you ha- if you're ordering wholesale, you have to pay that shipping to you anyway. And then you turn around and, and label those products with your label so Amazon knows they're yours. Turn around and send them back into Amazon. And, of course, that means you're paying double shipping, but not really. Because coming to me, it cost me, as I said, a dollar per bottle of hand cream. Going to Amazon, it cost me $0.33 cents a bottle. So, yes, it's part of your cost of goods. You bring that into your – you build that into your um, cost when you sell the item, but it's literally a third to a half of what you pay normally. Oh, okay. All right. So we have a really great question in the chat room, and this is a very, very good question because mm-hmm. a lot of store owners who, let's say, do have the Yahoo store, um, mm-hmm. eBay store, they are used to writing their own product descriptions, having to come up with their own images, you know, having to do that unique content, which is a very time-consuming aspect of running a store. Yes. Do they still have to do this for every single item that they're sending in to Amazon? Can I ring the bell or does Brasco want to do it electronically? Because that's an it depends. Ninety <laughs> percent um, of the time, if you're, if you're, well, let's just say, if your product is already in the Amazon catalog, no, you don't have to do any of that. It's a beautiful thing. There's a little button that says sell yours here, and you hit that button, and that's it. The picture's already there. The description's already there. All you do is put what price you want and what condition your item is, and it's listed. Okay, it's that easy. If your okay. item is not in the catalog, that's when it depends, and yes, you have to create your own. And Amazon is a real simple form. If you've done I, I'm, the Yahoo store and the eBay listings, would you say five <laughs> to ten minutes to, list, to do all that on those two platforms? Shauna? Uh, you know, if you're really doing your research and really looking up stuff and, and like taking your time to write the content, I might even say 10 to 15 if you're okay. really being careful about what you're writing. That's true. That's true. So on Amazon, even if you create a page from scratch, and Karen Locker's in the chat so she can do this, um, you can, I would say, five minutes, okay? The pictures, are, they're specific about their pictures. They have to be a certain size. They have to have white background. So if you have to retake the pictures for Amazon specs, then, yes, you'd have to put that time in there. As far as the description, whatever you want to put in there is fine. They have bullet points. Um, you put in the weight. You put in the price. Um, I would say 
five to 15 minutes at the outside. So if, you, if your item's not in the catalog, yes, you have to do it, and it's a little shorter but comparable maybe to eBay, Yahoo listings. If it's in the catalog, it's a, a minute at tops. It's awesome. Mm, Congratulations wonderful. to now, one of your chat room about- listeners. He's listening to the show, and he got one of those Amazon has shipped your item. See, that's the cool thing, Shauna. When you get an email from PayPal and says you've got money, those are really cool emails. But after you've been selling on FBA for a while, you get the FBA email that says, we've sold your item and shipped it, and here's your money. (laughs) Isn't that great? Those are the best emails in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I just thought of something else that's really great, that's something else that people need to think about, that um, with a Yahoo store, you are paying separately for your merchant fees, um, which is, you know, you're, you're the pr- paying for yes. the privilege of processing the customer's credit card. Whereas if you sell the product on Amazon, they process that credit card and they handle all the fees of the processing of the credit card. And of course, they also handle all the fees associated with any chargebacks, mm-hmm. if there are any, from the credit card. And that's a good point because a lot of the people, um, Shauna, that don't, that don't like selling on Amazon, they say, oh, the Amazon fees are so high compared to eBay. What they do is comparing the fee on eBay itself to the fee on Amazon. But they're forgetting what you just said, which is very important. If you're going to compare apples to apples, you need to add your eBay fees and your PayPal fees to compare them to Amazon. If you're going to compare your Yahoo fees, you need to control, compare your Yahoo fees plus your merchant services fees and compare those to the Amazon fees. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, question in the chat room about Overstock.com. As far as I know, Overstock.com just shut down their auctions, I believe, two months ago. In fact, I had a friend there that um, had a, a lot of things listed, and she's really scrambling to find a replacement. So uh, Overstock's really not the same thing. Um, they're going down, at least on the auction side, as opposed to Amazon. And let's mention again that maybe the reason why is, did she put all of her eggs in that one basket? Actually, she has them in several, but this is a woman who has a full-time business with like 18 employees. So. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> she has like 10,000 SKUs <laughs> over there, and she's like, okay, where do I put them? Um, another great question from Carla. I wonder what the customer thinks when they see it came from Amazon. Carla, I have not had one complaint. I hear on the boards people saying, oh, I don't like that, or oh, my customer didn't like that. I have not had one complaint. Um, as a side note, Amazon is doing a beta test right now using unbranded boxes. So in the future, yes. there is a possibility you can choose to ha- use unbranded boxes. I'm sure that will be an added fee, probably 5 10 15 cents. And they're even teasing us with the op- possible option of having your own branded boxes. So this is still thing. Yeah, it's very interesting. Absolutely. You know, let's take another real quick break. We've got some great questions coming into mm-hmm. the chat room. And if you want to ask more questions, I d- please bring them in here. Well, I'm going to be asking them to Kat. We're going to get them answered. Um, and so don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on WebmasterRadio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Radio's virtual autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm, moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. 
You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. All right, Kat, they are asking some amazing <laughs> questions here in our chat room. Are you ready for it? Yes, I'm ready. Uh, I, said they're lo- I, said I like loaded questions. Let's go. All right. All right. What about the co-mingled inventory required for Amazon FBA and the fact that others can change the listing and insert incorrect information? Yes. Okay. That is very interesting. Um, Number one, Amazon's catalog is a wiki, if you're familiar with that term, like Wikipedia, which means that all these different people contribute to their catalog. That's what happens when you create your own product page. You have to be a pro merchant, but if you create a product page for your product, you are actually building Amazon's catalog for them. So what happens when you have a wiki is that you have bad information. I'm sure you've watched the news and you've seen that the political things go back and forth. They go onto Wikipedia and they post all this bad stuff about their, their, um, the person they're running against, right? Uh-huh. Then somebody else comes <laughs> in and fixes it. So there's, there's a problem with the wiki. Right now what's happening is I can post a link to I'm selling a tube of toothpaste for $10. Somebody can go in and change the listing and set it up to 10 tubes of toothpaste. And all of a sudden, I sell that, and the customer gets one tube, and they're mad. And I get Mm -hmm. negative feedback, and I get all the stuff because they thought they were buying 10 packs. I thought I was listing one. What Amazon is doing in these cases is they are locking the listing. And there is no – if you research this, you will not find this anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I've only learned this through experience, and a lot of my clients and the people I help have gone through things. What happens is if you are the actual creator of the listing and you can send Amazon a picture of the UPC code that you used and the product that you used, they will put the listing back the way you created it and lock that listing so that other people can't come in and change it. So it is something you have to be aware of and keep an eye on, okay? Okay. That's one issue. The second issue in the catalog was um, a commingled inventory. I keep talking about grabbing your items and putting a label on them and sending that in. That is what most FBA sellers do, but Amazon is allowing you to send what they call co-mingled inventory. Like I sell these hand creams, for instance, Shauna. There are two or three other FBA sellers that sell these hand creams. So if I chose to have my inventory co-mingled with theirs, which means all mixed together, I would save the time that I'm spending putting on the labels on each individual bottle of hand cream. But I have to trust that my competition has the same high standards I have. Are they Mm -hmm. sending in official, real hand cream for the brand that I sell? Is their hand cream new, or is it really six years old? They're pulling it off their back shelf. Mm Do you see what the problem is? Mm -hmm. So most sellers choose, in my experience, to go with their own labels on inventory. You can choose commingled, and on commodity products, you will not have to label them. If you are selling one-ofs, like you're selling books where each book is different, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you can have two of the same books and they're in different conditions. You will still have to label them. Even if you choose commingled, there are certain items you will still have to label. Mm, great advice. Great advice. Now, this one, I know what your answer is going to be. I know the first thing you're going to say. So I'm if you wanted to start off, what would you recommend as an inexpensive product to try? Hold your ears. I'm dinging the bell. Um, actually, <laughs> what, it, it's, not, it's not even it depends question. I would say, what have you got around the house? Seriously, the first thing I tell people, if you're going to get started on Amazon FBA, go, get, go to your bookshelf, go to your DVD shelf, look around your health and beauty aids that haven't been opened. You're, usually people have all this makeup they haven't even opened or, or cleaning stuff or shampoo. Get anything you've got in the house that's brand new, okay, or if it's books or something used, good condition, put those on Amazon, enter the UPC, get used to the flow of the work with stuff you've got around the house. And if you've already got your products in the house, and some of those. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, if you've already have a store and you're mm-hmm. wondering what you should sell on there. Now, FBA Power, he did come on. Uh, the gentleman that owns the business, I apologize mm-hmm. right now. I'm drawing a blank. Chris Green, Chris um, Green. Thank you. Thank you. But he had a wonderful tool that you could do an upload of products um, and find out um, what they're selling for on Amazon and kind of get an idea of what kind of profit you can expect. 
Oh, exactly. That's what, I mean, you can go to Amazon itself and just look up. If you, have, you already have a profitable business, pull one each of ten, your top 10 selling products, look them up on Amazon and see if they're there, see what they're selling for, see what the market for your type product is like, and try it out. I very rarely, probably never, would um, recommend that you just take everything that you've got and ship it all in a big truck to Amazon. Try it out. I think it's the best thing since sliced bread. But, you know, you know your business. You know your products. Try it out and see. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you have to do that. You have to look, know what's going to work for your business. Remember, everybody is different. Um, now, the uh, I do have another uh, question that kind of came in as a side. What about sending shipments first class through multi-channel shipments? You can't do it. That's the problem. That's where I said with the, um, with the $5 price point, I am still trying to figure it out. Um, they will ship books as low as $3.40, but even with a 6-ounce or 4-ounce products, that is what I can't make work on multi-channel. So I'm working on bundling those products, and that's another show we can do about how to bundle <laughs> products and create your own unique products that you won't have competition on and how to take those items that, are, that would go first-class mail and bundle two of them together or two similar things together to make a product bundle, which then becomes priority mail, and you can actually make the money work. Ah, perfect. Okay. And then Karen says that uh, I have to ask you something about white backgrounds and images on existing items. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure where she's going, but you have to. I don't either. You have to send in, in, if you're listing your own items, they have to be on a white background with nothing else in the picture but those, and they have to be a 1,000 pixels long on one side. Amazon's really strict about their pictures. And I think it's because of this real cool tool that they've released called Amazon Flow. Amazon Flow is an app you can get on your phone. Shauna, it is the coolest thing. You can take a picture of an item if you're out shopping, and Amazon Flow will try to match it to a listing on Amazon and come back and tell you how much it costs and how much how to buy it. So oh, my gosh, that, that is awesome. They need awesome. these really nice, bright, clear pictures with white backgrounds. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, last question will be done. If you use FBA versus selling shipping on your own through Amazon, by using FBA, would it give you a better position for your product? A hundred times better. <laughs> Um, you are getting a whole new group. They're actually, there are the statistics rating around that 50% of the buyers on Amazon, that's 121 million, remember? 50% of them have never bought from a third-party merchant. Okay? Wow. Oh. They would buy from FBA before. So you're getting uh, exposure to 60 and a half million people that would never even look at your item if you weren't FBA. Um, also, you are selling to a higher priced product. I, these people will pay. They want their item. They want it now. They don't want to mess around. They want it back. Okay, perfect. Kat, thank you so much for coming on again. <laughs> we always love talking to you. <laughs> All <laughs> right. talk to you for hours. You know that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All right, everyone, we have to get going, but I want to tell you, I know every last Monday we do site reviews and questions, and we are going to do maybe a couple of questions, but there are some big changes coming on to Google. Google is doing some big changes. Now, they did announce this last month, but I didn't really want to bring this to the surface until things calm down a little bit, um, because Google is doing another algorithm change, and they usually don't tell us they're going to make a change, which may, has me very worried that this is going to be huge. And basically, they're going after over-optimized websites. So if you thought Panda was a big deal, I'm worried this is going to be an even bigger deal. So I want to discuss it next Monday. That is going to be our topic. We're going to go over it now that things have calmed down and then, you know, people aren't panicking anymore. Let's go over it and discuss it before the full, pan <laughs> full panic goes into effect once this algorithm changes. Although I do have to say, if you're selling on Amazon, that is one less thing you do have to worry about all these Google changes. All right, everybody. I hope to see you next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for another edition of Ecom Experts. Bye for now, guys. Thank you.